You are listening to Friends Next Door. Door. Okay. Three, two, one. Door. 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 No, no, no. Three, two, one. Door. Door. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Friends Next Door. This is Dan. This is Mia. This is Thomas. Believe it or not, guys, we had to rehearse that. Because <laughs> we can never get it right in the first time. It's not easy to do for no. some reason. It's no. not easy to introduce yourself, you know, especially after COVID. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, welcome, guys. Um, we have a fun episode today. We're going to play the hypothetical game. So it's like the if you could quiz. Um, for those of you who don't know what that is, I'm going to, you know, we'll pose a bunch of questions like if you could blank, if you could blank, and then we'll just answer them. You know, is that be an like, actual oh. game or are we making this up? Um, I don't know if it's like a game in the sense that you win anything, <laughs> but it's fun to play. Yeah. <laughs> what if we only lose at this? Um, no, you can't lose because this is a. Uh, no, because we're all winners. Wins. Okay. We're all, we're all, we're all winners. winners. <laughs> That's one of the questions. Uh, if you could win it, no, 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 no. If We're you could win at life. And light, you know, we've had some hard-hitting uh, hard topics, so we like to mix it up. Um, so I guess the first one, and if you guys have, you know, I have a list of ones I want to ask you guys, but if you suddenly think of one that you want to ask, just chime in. Yeah. But the first one is, if you could live anywhere in the world today, mm-hmm. right now, this time period, 2021, where would you guys live and why? Wait, are we factoring COVID and lockdowns? No, Thomas, that's not the point of this game. <laughs> no, let's do this. Thomas, if you want to factor it in, you can factor it in. <laughs> Mia, if you want to factor in current political climate, you could do it. Let's make it fun. I don't, I don't care. I just want to hear what you guys have to say. <laughs> so if Thomas in his analytical brain is like, well, let's say in COVID, I'd like to hear that because maybe he's got a perspective that I never heard, you know? He's going to be like, I'm go- I want to live in this place, but this place currently is struggling with COVID rates and like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, or maybe okay, like pre-COVID, post-COVID. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's the same. Maybe that's it's fair. Because yeah. normally I would say I would have, you know, Paris and Tokyo on top of my list. Okay. But uh, France is just entering its third lockdown. So no thank you to Paris, right? Can we, just what, forget, I mean. can we just forget a world with COVID for like a second? Fine. <laughs> Go ahead, Thomas, Mia. I'm just kidding. Fine, Thomas, wait, if you're going to factor so, that in. So without COVID, you go to Tokyo or, I mean, Japan or uh, Paris. With COVID, where where would you go now? Uh, with COVID? <laughs> yeah. With COVID, I'd probably just stay home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mop, mop, Game mop. over. <laughs> I mean, with COVID, I would just go somewhere... Like, I don't know, maybe like nature-y. I don't know, like Iceland or something. I'm just thinking like if I can't do, if I can't see a lot of people or like do stuff socially, I would then maybe go somewhere that's more in nature. Cause that's actually not where I would go normally. <laughs> I would not gravitate toward nature. Really? Yeah. And, and yeah. I saw a lot of people, uh, especially from New York, you know, they left the city to more tropical places. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I think at least during peak COVID, like when COVID in the early stages, when, you know, you didn't really know what was happening, like no one really knew what was happening and things were shutting, like stores were shutting down and whatnot. 
Um, personally, I would gravitate towards staying home in terms in like high uncertainty, because especially for uh, if you're talking about food supply chains and whatnot and having those disrupted, like, dude, you know, people were uh, struggling to find toilet paper and whatnot. Like, I don't want to be in a different different place I'm not familiar with when that happens. You know, that's gotcha. that's what I mean by that. All right. Let's curb. Let's curb the COVID talk now because I just yeah, all right. And I supply think I just, chain I issues. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just no, turned let, this let's make to it very fun. Depressing. Mia, where would you live and why? I want to live in Jeju Island in Korea. Oh, you know what? I thought you might live in Korea. <laughs> I was like, I think Mia would live in Korea. I think I would live in Korea or maybe not Jeju, maybe like Busan or something. Cause um, we mm. went there once, me and a couple of friends and Rowena and Catherine, yeah. our friend. Yeah. Um, Busan I heard you has had a this lot of like, fun. Th- they heard so. Yeah. I heard you guys had well, it, was, I, it was all I, right. I, it was all right. I, I heard it was, it was just like all right. Bomb diggity. You're like, <laughs> we can't. I heard it was so much fun. You guys came back and immediately planned. No, number two For and then COVID trip. happened exactly yeah it <laughs> yeah, should have and, happened in 2020 but it didn't and our friend kathy posted photos from korea for a whole year yeah <laughs> that's how much you guys liked it yeah that's how much she liked it but you wouldn't live in like seoul you would live in like uh seoul is nice but busan is kind of is this more low-key and more chill it has the beach there you can go pretty easily oh. and have some mountains areas and so i feel like and it has some city um mm-hmm vibe to it to a certain extent yeah. so i feel like it has the best of everything why do you why do you like there so much what I just told you <laughs> i mean but else? like but like besides i mean your daily life like what what yeah. was the vibe like was it relaxed was i'm it- going for a, a like a relaxed vibe but then mm-hmm. still have um you know Access. a place that still has yeah like gotcha. the conveniences that come with like a big city Gotcha. Gotcha. And so Thomas, where in like France would you live? Would you live in like Paris, South of France? I'd probably do Paris. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like South of France is not that far, but train right away. I've done that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's all pretty close. Um, South of France is really nice. Um, I've been there, uh, but probably I would prefer Paris. Um, Where in Paris would you live? Like which, district or, or which arrondissement <laughs> or near what uh that's a that's a good question uh i've actually stayed in a couple in my in my trips there um i kind of like the uh i think my last one was the eighth one? district what was the characteristic of that one uh it was by the canal which is really nice mm. very cool yeah what about you dan and don't say boston <laughs> no well, all right the thing is I really like America. I'm not gonna lie, man. I love, I love, I like a lot of cities in America. USA, no, USA. I'm just, USA. An Amer- I guess I'm just like a little American boy. But um, I, you know, I, I, I've been to Paris a bunch of times. I don't think I would live there. I think I would visit, but I don't think I would live there. I would like. I guess my criteria is, um, I really like the laid back culture of Italy, and I think I would live. Not in Rome, but probably Venice or Florence, because I love I love the uh, Renaissance style art um, that's prevalent, and I like old architecture. I like really mm. old cities. Like one place I would love to visit is Austria. Like I mm. love you know classical music. I would love to go to the Vienna Opera House. Um, and somebody was like, you know, like Vienna, you know, 
city's like 500 you know however old it is that's literally still how old it is today like you go and like people are living in what they were living in like hundreds of years ago i was like that's kind of rad i would do that (laughs) i think i think yeah i would definitely want to live in italy and you know just everything i've heard from it just the lifestyle of like you know growing you know like eating like super fresh simple vegetables just with some salt and olive oil so greece too because my my cousin lives in Greece <laughs> full time. She married a Greek guy, and she was just like, "Oh man, just you know." Where where in Greece? She lives in the island of Thessaloniki. <laughs> I, I hope I pronounced that to right. That. It's one of the. It's what it's like really <laughs> Thessaloniki. Suplakis. Um, she lives literally like she lives on the beach. Oh my god! Yeah, that's like crazy, that's really. kind of like it's my crazy. dream life. I mean, I was like going to mention Hawaii too. That's, that's why you had place. Jeju Island, right? Yeah. 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 I think Greece is like too, like it's all about the beauty and the water and like the great food and lifestyle. So for Italy, for me, I would love, well, also Greece, you know, you could visit a lot of historical sites like, you know, it's freaking Greece, right? The Acropolis, mm. the, the Parthenon, all that. But I think Italy for me, like you, me, it's like that blend that I have. It's like mm. got the new, got the old, you know, so I would definitely live in italy do you think that this type of preference change as you age uh yeah i think so oh the other place set really close second would definitely be japan like thomas really said. close second you mentioned like four or five different places <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait japan yeah. that's surprising like yeah. where in japan probably in like you know not in tokyo but maybe like kyoto or yeah um I mean, I guess anywhere. And then, you know, because Yi goes to Japan, like, or she used to before COVID, she used to go like either once to twice a year. And she's been to pretty much every city you can imagine, like Okinawa. She, you know, she was born in Hokkaido, um, Tokyo, Kyoto. She's even been to like where, like Fukuoka, she, where they make tea. I know, mm. I know that because they make tea there. I'm like, you wouldn't have. Fukuoka, like I've been to Fukuoka. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's random, right? No, no, no. It's no? because because Fukuoka is the region where the uh, the uh, haka like the tonkatsu style of ramen oh, came from. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. when I did Japan, I did like a food tour basically. So I actually went to Kobe for Kobe beef. Uh, it was a mistake, but <laughs> but uh, I did I did go to Fukuoka. Um, it was it was really cool. Oh, I have an add-on question. So let's say you're living now like tomorrow like you get transported to like busan or jeju island and then thomas you're in paris and i'm in either japan or italy what would be your what would be like your dream profession in that city <laughs> like if you could just be like i'm in that city tomorrow what would i be doing there i hate follow-up questions <laughs> <laughs> okay while you think of yours i know i know what mine is okay right, answer right. yours i in so in Japan, I would own a coffee shop in Japan because <laughs> you know the lifestyle. So the other thing that attracts me there, and just like Italy too, is that it, it's unlike America. I love you know in America you could pretty much do or be what you want to be, uh, work as many hours as you want. You know in these in some of these other countries, like people, for example, like they'll just own their own store and work there for their whole lives. You know or do one thing and have work-life balance. So I would have my own coffee shop. It would have tea, coffee, and plants. So I would do what they do in Brooklyn right now, like coffee and plants and some pastries. I make my own pastries. 
I just wake up, go to my own shop, serve some tourists or some locals, go home, cook myself like a nice shabu shabu or uh, man, I'm, that's the life right there. Hey, that that that's actually sounds like a really nice life. I'd be like a small business owner, but yeah. I would provide a service. Like coffee? Coffee what or restaurant. Okay. Yeah, like like basically I'd be in the service industry. So, but it's got to have like a nice food component too, you know. Yeah, that, yeah. That's what I would do. Does this mean I'm going to be a boba store owner <laughs> like in the if middle of want, the sun? Like what would you want to do? Like would you even want that life where you have to like manage a shop? No, or... I I did think about that. Hmm. Um just not in Busan specifically, but like oh, it would be nice to have your own little shop and I like bubble tea, so why not open but my bubble tea shop? Would you pick that over like I don't know, like your dream job over there. I don't know what that would be. Like, like for example, like being- No, my dream job would not be able, like I can't do it there because my dream job is to like do concerts so I can have, so I, I can watch any sort of concert. That's that what I, I was going to say. I was like, if you're, <laughs> what if you were like BTS's like manager? Like I, you know, like- That's a hard you... life though. I don't want to be their okay. manager. <laughs> hmm. Dude, that life is so demanding. Okay. No, but something related to concerts. I'll just, yeah, I'll just be a part of the fun stuff, like, 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 like you can manage something at a label, like I'm organizing major. the events. Okay, event or event organizer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Why mm-hmm. don't you just do that right here if that's your dream job? Oh, see, this is I where wanted I'm to. The, I wanted to. Where I'm peeling the onions right no, here. No, I wanted to, but then okay, now we're being realistic. I'm not an American citizen. So like my <laughs> professions are limited to my, you know, like there's this whole like visa situation, which I'm gotcha. not going to get okay. into, but yeah. Got it. What about you, Thomas? I would probably do something food related as well mm. in like either in uh, Japan or, uh, in, or in Paris. I can so see I Thomas be really cool. being a ramen shop owner. Oh, I think, uh, I mean, if you asked me five years ago, that would have been the dream. I think I'm a little over ramen now. I uh, so in that same trip in Fukuoka, uh, I was very uh, set. I was very determined to eat everything I could as much as I could. So <laughs> as one in, does in Japan, exactly. So in one meal, in one dinner service time, I went to three ramen shops and I ate three <laughs> bowls of ramen. Dude, that was a mistake. Mm. How did so, you plan that out? What do you mean? I just. I was like, what oh, was the hey. consequence? Did you vomit afterwards? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No. Okay, but, Asian that, portions are smaller than that's you true. Know, so yeah, but three bowls of ramen. I also drink the broth too. So why did you drink the broth? That's it a was, mistake. It was so good. Hey, actually, so I went to the OG location of Ipudo. So Ipudo is this mm. uh, famous ramen shop in New York City as well, right? Uh, surprisingly, it actually tastes pretty similar to the one in in uh, Fukuoka. Okay. That's actually kind of impressive because, you know, different ingredients Interesting. would, you would assume different flavor profile, like slight, but it's yeah. pretty similar. Um, but yeah, after that, I was pretty uh, done with ramen. Mm. <laughs> uh, how that ruined <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I would probably do some like a burger, sh- burger shop or something like yeah. that. Because mm. personally, I love burgers and I think I make a pretty decent one. And I think burgers are like, in American style is like a unique thing to how we do it. Yeah. It, like they don't that, do it like that in that would in actually, like Paris or Japan. Yeah, that would do pretty well, I would think. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, if you imported the American style, like smashed cheeseburger, 
Yeah, because like, none of them yeah. really focus on like a lot of them, they'll focus on the burger as a whole, but not yeah. so much on the meat, right? So there yeah. isn't so much on like, oh, like searing the meat or like, Yo. you know, smashing it, you know, all of Thomas, that, right? Have you been to Paisano's Butcher Shop in Brooklyn? No. All right, you got to look it up. So my, my so, so people that I work for, my clients own that butcher shop and there's a, they have some of the best cuts of burgers. Anyway, his attention. Anyways. All right, let's keep going. Cause now then it's just going to go into food, which isn't bad. Um, now along these lines, what, if you guys can be transported to any time period, oh. when and where, if it's not here, not gonna lie, I want to be transported to one of those like old dynasties in China. Which one? Anyone <laughs> in particular? Not nothing in particular, but I guess like the Tang Dynasty is sort of like the yep. heights of like Chinese culture, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to check that out and just like get a feel of what life was like back then. Um, some of these things that you see in like movies or dramas, like I want to see how real those are. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, yeah, living under a, like a different set of I don't know, cultures and values mm -hmm. um, would be interesting. Mm -hmm. What would you, would you be a concubine? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I mean, I'm that. sure there's other things that women can do, but like, listen, sometimes you don't get to pick if you're a concubine. I, I think you know I'm going to be a peasant. I think <laughs> okay. I'm going to be a peasant. And then for whatever reason, like I got trapped into like this whole like forced marriage thing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. That should that should go in our podcast title. <laughs> Something with concubine. That'll get a lot of. Would you be a concubine? Let us know if you guys clicked on our podcast. Yes, what if you were a concubine? I wanted to find out if Mia was going to be a concubine. Dude, that would suck, right? Because like. No, why? Like, no, you're living such a lonely life. Wait, wait, wait! I don't think it would suck in that. I think that people back then, if you were a concubine, if you had that, depends on your personality, because that means that your kid can potentially be the oh. next in line. Like, I just hate the all the drama that comes with it. That's the thing. Like, throne chasing. Yep, throne, some throne chasing women over there. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> no. Like, because it's crazy, right? Because because I always thought that uh, the, um, the uh, imperial system in ancient China was similar yeah. to the West, but it's not. There's, yes, the blood, it's the bloodline of the, of the, emperor uh -huh. but, but it could be any child from one of his many wives yeah yeah which is why they're all fighting for, for that's that crazy spot. yeah but like as opposed to you know england it's like if you're royal you're royal you know what i mean like you know what I'm that's, saying? True. Right? that's true like, so you're, you're saying there's upward mobility in society at that yeah, point it's like level level the playing field you know like <laughs> that's why they're all like oh my anyways so, my, so if you, you know hey, the, the slight distinction is like for for europeans they, they all had their own kingdoms or and whatnot so they were right. very careful they were very strict about uh their lineage and like royalty blood and whatnot right mm -hmm. versus for china uh you had dynasties being replaced every couple of years basically right true right. true um but I mean, I me. think I think in order for you to be a concubine, <laughs> we're still talking about this. But I think you have to come from a certain family lineage, right? You just can't be a peasant and then that like, I don't know. Enter the palace. Wait, I'm sure there's period oh, dramas about this where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the right. emperor is walking around undercover, and right. he's like, oh my god, the peasant girl is amazing. 
And she's you hardworking. Know, you know, Yi and I made, uh, when we were doing Double Chin, we made a very popular video about concubines. It got like tons of views, but we didn't research how you could become a concubine. <laughs> we just researched <laughs> what the day was like for them instead of oh. like, oh, how do you become one? So what? I actually don't know. Like living the life of, uh, what, a day in the life of a concubine? Was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Wait, so we, what do they do? I don't remember. I got to watch my own video. We did this like five <laughs> years ago. We got a lot. I got a lot of views. I totally forget. Wow. So we did a day in the life of, the, of a Chinese emperor. And then we did a day in the life of uh, a concubine. But anyways, Thomas, what are you saying? You were, you, so where, where and when would you go? So Chinese there's place. a, yeah. So I think there's a romantic view to this and a pragmatic view. So Here we go. <laughs> no, no. Cause look, look, look. look. With his it, chart. No, because. Because, okay, just consider it, just consider like the life expectancy of, you know, a thousand or two thousand years ago, right? It right. was not very good. Like a thousand you, or two thousand years ago? You did back not. That you, far? Well, if, you, if you're going for like dynastic China and whatnot, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, like on. you, you was, you did, you, uh, you were, you were living a good life if you made it to 40 based on, on average, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it was very likely that you're going to be poor to some degree. Right. So you're being you being a peasant is extremely likely. Um, yeah, but, yeah, but you would have the values of then and you would probably not care as much as you would. It's now. true. It is right. Like, right. And like you would the be satisfied with life. Yeah. Um. I, I, I mean, the Confucian society is very different. Like merchants were basically the bottom tier. Right. Right. Um, but I, th I like, OK, so if if I were to be like romantic about it, um, I would actually go to uh, like pre. Uh, I, so I would do China, I would do China mm -hmm. and I would, I would do, uh, what was it like, it was like pre like spring and autumn warring state period, because that, that was the time. No, because it was before that was when, because uh, that was when written history kind of started for China. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we, you know, we do have like artifacts and oral history and whatnot, but for written history, that was basically uh, what we have is basically started from like spring and autumn period. I'll probably romp by like a couple you know, different eras or whatever, but, uh, but like, I'm really curious of that area. So like, for example, um, when I was doing Chinese martial arts, you know, uh, like we, uh, I came across this thing called the sword of Gojian. So the sword of Gojian was this artifact discovered in like, I forget where specifically, but basically the sword's over like 2000 years old. They pulled it out of like, you know, whatever sluice, like some oil is in and the sword was still sharp. It was like shredding newspapers, like easily. Like shredding paper is actually quite mm. hard. And that thing was just like mm. shredding paper, like mad easy. And it's just like that type of metallurgy just doesn't exist anymore. So there's like some, like that's the stuff that I'm interested in. Does mm. you want to see the sword? <laughs> no, is, I think there's so much that we don't know. Like so much that didn't get passed down, you know, right, like right, sort right. of like that sword is being right. one example, right? Yeah. Um, right. And yeah. Very like curious about with that time. all the technological advancement that we're seeing today, like you're saying that society, even back then, there are some things that didn't get passed down to our generation. So like, oh, yeah, 100%. we tend to see like previous generations or like even previous or like these like old times as like, oh, they're not as advanced, but it might yeah. not be the case. Yeah, there's an assumption of things of like things in the past weren't advanced and like things that have made it to the present are you know, sufficiently technologically advanced and whatnot. And mm -hmm. that's the reason why it's stayed. But it's like, there's, there's, 
multiple multitudes of reason. And I'll take Chinese medicine, for example, right? Like Chinese medicine used to be extremely uh, like effective. And there's many reasons why it's faltered and it's effectiveness. A lot of it's just like because of the apprenticeship system that 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 uh, Chinese medicine doctors went by, uh, a lot of stuff just didn't get passed down. So if you didn't fully pass down your knowledge, it's um, it just died with you, right? And, and they never standardize their system for better or worse, right? So like like you could literally you could literally uh, diagnose someone just by reading their pulse somehow, and like that's kind of incredible, right? Mm -hmm. But that that is like gone basically. And and so now you have like these con artists basically as as you know Chinese medicine doctors. And so like they're kind of they're they're just kind of making it worse for like the the community, right? Uh for the actual art itself. So it's like a lot of stuff like that. And martial arts too. So like uh it was, it's also a, a non-standardized apprenticeship system. So a lot of stuff just did not get passed down. Mm -hmm. um, just like, I think people underestimate how strong or like how, uh, like how physical people were in the past. So examples like um, if you've ever done archery, uh, like a 25 pound bow is actually quite hard to pull. But for soldiers in wartime during like ancient China and whatnot, uh, their bows were like 60 to hundred pounds, like every, like to be an archer, you had to be able to pull that. Like wow. my skinny arms, I can't even like budget. It's crazy. Yeah. So that, that gives you, <laughs> that gives you a sense of how strong people were back then. Right. So they can literally lift me with a finger. Oh, <laughs> easy. Probably. Yeah. Pretty, easy. Much. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. What about you, Dan? So um, the 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 sort of like the Leo fun loving side of me would love to go to 1920s Shanghai. Oh, OK. So, I mean, my, so my dad writes about a lot of uh, he's he's a, he's like a you know whatever professor writer. And he loves to write about a lot of like pop cultural kind of um, like the romantic era of uh, China and definitely night. So China, so Shanghai in the twenties was basically seen as like, basically like Paris of the East or like, you know, whatever, like you could look it up that era. Like basically it was lit be, it was like the, the height of modern, not modern, but like during that period, it was at the forefront of like trends, you know, whether it's fashion, it, you know, it was a port city. So, and I'm, I'm Shanghainese, so I'm partial to that, right? Like ev there was influences from everywhere and it was like fun. I mean, obviously it was probably like a pretty decadent time and there was probably a lot of drugs and drinking and mm. frolicking and all this stuff going on. Mm -hmm. But I'm more interested in like the the fashions of that time and how the men dressed was super cool. You know, like really West, they blended like the East and the West really well, I think, mm -hmm. during that time. And it's not quite like in the mood for love. That was like later on. That was like in the 60s, um, like post-war era. That's why it's like super moody and like depressing and like kind of like trying to recapture some of the nostalgia. So like being plopped into 1920s China would be like, and I haven't even seen any movies that depicted that, you know, like the one scene in, in, um, in um, um, Indiana Jones, I'm like, this is not, this is not what it was like, right? This, it was super, even like borderline, like cheesy or whatever. So I would, my fun side would go there. And then of course, like you guys said, I'm being Chinese, you know, I'm so 
curious about what it was like during the Tang Dynasty, you know, really at the height of that was 600 AD to 900 AD. So it was basically when Europe was in the Dark Ages, like China basically like enjoyed the height of everything. Like, like you were saying, Thomas, medicine, you know, technology, art, mm-hmm. culture, you know, mm-hmm. people lived much longer than they were living in other places, partly because in other places there was war most of the time and you just die disease. I know you have Chinese medicine where they could basically like, and they, they practice like Qigong and spirituality and all that. So, you know what I'm saying? It's pretty lit. Yeah. That's like my my humanitarian side. And I was actually like, just genuinely curious because if you, well, the only way or one of the only way people kind of learn about all these different eras is through movies and dramas. And then usually when you see, when you watch a historical drama, there's just so much like politics going into it. There's mm-hmm. just so much conflict and basically peasants being trampled on and all these <laughs> like, all the rich people are just like vicious. So like, I want to see what it's actually like. It's just, yep. I mean, movies and films, they're always just going to exaggerate, right? Because you, yeah. that's how you get your, True that. your attention. True that. Um, so yeah. All right, next one. If you could speak any language instantly <laughs> right now, which one would you speak? Which language? Easy, French. Because uh, you want uh, to live uh, in France. But, but uh, actually, yeah, French or Japanese, actually. Yeah, like, I, I feel I've tried, like this, this is tried, tied to like where we want to live. Yeah, I've tried to learn both at, at, like, at, at a certain points in my life. I've tried to learn both. I've mm-hmm. failed spectacularly at both, but I've tried. You just feel like Japanese is slightly easier to learn than... Oh, 100%. French, French is one of the worst languages so I've tried to learn. Hard. Yeah. Wait, so Mia, does that mean you would speak? Korean, <laughs> sure for convenience. Really? Okay. I, for, so for me, it's purely practical. I would speak Spanish. Oh, really? <laughs> that was why I learned Spanish when I was a kid. Yeah, because like it's super useful, especially in New York. Especially like even you know, and like I said, I like a lot of American cities. Like I love LA, and basically, <laughs> like if you're in LA, you should know how to speak Spanish. True. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. If you're in New York, you should be able to speak Spanish. So, and and I and I'm very interested to visit South America or Spain one day. Um, a lot of my good friends are from parts of South America, whether it's Chile or Venezuela or, or Colombia. Um, I would. I'd seriously be down or Peru, you know, to like go to oh, South yeah. America. South America, South America is awesome. Wait, did you, Dan, did you have to take like a, a second language when you were? Of course, in? took okay. Spanish. But that's also the thing too, because like I didn't pay too much attention. So like my yeah, Spanish same. right now is like, I know a bunch of vocabulary words and zero conjugation. Same. So it's like, <laughs> man, if I just paid a little bit more attention, I could have <laughs> actually learned a whole third language. Yeah, but but also it's like you need to practice, otherwise you lose it. Like I'm even yep. losing my Chinese if I don't if I don't practice. Yeah, it. but it's see in New York though, like in my neighborhood, I'll walk into like oh a true Puerto Rican deli, like people on my street, like like hola papa, hola cómo estás, like they're partying. And I come home and they're just like they don't know, they're just like speaking Spanish to me. I'm like yo, I only understand poquito, a little bit, bro. a little bit, you know. Yeah, so when me, I. Uh... I remember when I, when I was deciding, so my school district, I had the option of uh, Spanish, German, and French. And my parents were like, Spanish is most useful. You're in California. <laughs> you got to learn You just learn that one. Yeah. And like, so German is really hard to learn. A, yeah. I, I also remember at the time, it was just like for German and, and French, it was just like a lot of throat action that I wasn't really excited <laughs> mm, about. It was, yeah. like, it was like a lot of like hacking up stuff, you know, so <laughs> wasn't really into that. 
You know what's right. a really easy language to learn, guys? Indonesian. How? <laughs> How? So easy. You're kidding me. No, no, no. We have no sense of like. Okay, you know how in English you have like uh, present tense, past yes. tense. Yes. And and the verb changes, right? Right. In Indo, that does not exist. Nor, but nor does it exist in Chinese. Yeah, but Chinese is so hard. <laughs> See, actually, I tell people Chinese is not that hard to learn. It's just a lot of memorization and the tones. You have to get the tones right. If you don't, you're basically saying like, you know, I, you know, your sister's a dirty, you know, whatever, you know, like, <laughs> like you're a big giant baboon ass or something, right? But if you get the tones right, there's no conjugation whatsoever. Like you're saying in Indonesian, there's no tenses. It's like the the past, the future, the present. There's words for that. So you don't have to change the verb based on, mm -hmm. you know, you know. Wait, Mia, when you mm -hmm. when you think, do you think in English or in Indo? Because I've heard you speak Indo, and it's crazy fast. <laughs> when I think, I think I still think in Indo. No, I think people I ask know. that. We don't think in languages. I oh, people. This is a very popular thing on the internet. I've seen like yeah. which 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 language you think in yo you don't thoughts are not in language i mean it could be like which language you talk to yourself in right but if you think about it like oh that's thoughts, english but like when it comes to paying attention to my own thoughts yeah i don't know yeah yeah that's that sure that that's what i mean like for example if i'm counting or like anything number related right. for some reason i'll do it in chinese really um, like it just i can i can remember it easier i think oh, this is because okay. when i was a kid when I was doing my multiplication tables, it was all done in Chinese. So that's, oh yeah, uh, you did it like the Chinese way, which is yeah, like, like extremely to a rhyme. Yeah, a lot of tears were shed, extremely painful. Let's move on. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, just when I'm like reasoning through things or talking myself through things, that's that's all English. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, oh, okay. I tried, if I'm yeah, if I'm thinking should, out loud, it's in Indonesian. Oh, mm. yo, you should see yeah. me try to tell a phone number in Chinese to somebody like. E R R E Selling What? What? I mean, like my my Chinese is all right, but like the numbers, oh my god, dude, come on. Um, okay, so dude, yeah. just this morning, my mom asked me to translate something, an English sentence into Indonesian, and I butchered it. Mia, <laughs> say like, something in Indonesian. Let me hear it. What do you want me to it. say? I don't know anything. I want to see how hard it is to pick up like the tones and the like say like hey, how are you today? Ah, uh, that's too basic. Okay. Say hey, uh, I'm gonna go, you know, say okay. something to me that you would say, like what are you what are you gonna go eat later? Okay. Um yeah, no. yeah I'm like, no way I'm learning that. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, I'm like, that's crazy fast. I am learning that. Like you could you could have said anything, like you could have said you could have spoken German, French, and, and like my brain breaks down like things that are rooted in German in or like in Latin languages. Latin languages, romantic yeah. languages. That to me was just a bunch of like <laughs> letters jumble. I know, I know, I know. I think you know for, what I'm for yeah, I think for you guys, it's really hard to differentiate, like, or tell the words apart because it's all just like this yeah. one giant 
Yeah. Like basically, you're for, just saying like Mugala, Mugala, Mugala. Like like the other day, I heard you. Mugula, I heard Mugula. me on the phone yeah. talking, and it's just like I, I like I can't even speak that fast. One long sentence. I can't even One think that fast. See, that's correct. See, like other languages, at least I'd be like, oh, that start and stop. I think you're saying some of these words together and apart. Yeah, yeah. I think because Indonesian is not exactly a tonal language. So like you don't really hear the yeah. Oh my god. Know. I would love to hear you read a book. I got a book I love to do. Cause cause even in Chinese, it's like I can't speak or think that fast. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And and like that reminds me of uh like when I had uh Indian coworkers when I was working in Silicon Valley. It's just like they would speak so fast. I'm they like, do damn. Also, like, Mandarin is hard to speak fast. But mm. Canto and Shanghainese, you could just go. Oh, yeah. Oh, could, yeah, yeah. Canto. Why do you think Shanghainese, that is? I can see that. I don't know. Prob- probably because they're dialects and they were really meant as a communicative, you know, it was like better for communication than for like actual official, like writing down and. I, I mean, the, you know I mean? the uh, OG, like tradition, like ancient, what was spoken in like, you know, more ancient times is closer to Cantonese, I think, mm. than, than Mandarin. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. All right, guys, moving on to the next one. What else do we have? If you could if you could meet one famous person from history, who would that be? Wow. Real person? Real from person. history. From history. Mm. Who wants to go first? I would like to meet Buddha or Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> not not so much like to see if they were real. But like, I know. Wait, that can't real. be a real answer, is it? No, it's not my real answer. Okay, but I mean, I'm very like, it's not like I know I believe they're real and I think they're real, but it's more like to be in the presence. Do you want to okay. just be in like a? You want to be at the time when their teachings were spread in society like is that why you want to see how it's done or like yeah i'm just like really curious like what is the situation at that time right so you're you're not you're not going up to jesus and being like you know hey what up boom water boom wine boom water boom wine that's kind of a a, no no i'll think of i'll think of um this is a hard one because there's you know it's like do you pick somebody that you know, like, you know, like the Miss America answer would be like Mother Teresa or like Gandhi. <laughs> like, guys, come on. Yeah, uh, I, I got one. Um, okay. I mean, this shouldn't be a surprise. This is in line with like my training and whatnot. But I think a really interesting historical figure to me would be uh, UFA. So oh. he was he was a general for the Song Dynasty, I believe. Um, I mean, just like he also started uh like he was believed to be the progenitor for like uh several styles um and i think that would just be a very interesting character to meet and also just to see like how insanely strong he was mm. 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 what about you miam are we talking about famous 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 figure in history or are we talking about anybody 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 yeah um it has to be a real person yeah, no, 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 real. Because I'm thinking of uh, like a relative. Like I'm thinking oh, like I thought of that too. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. of like okay, my so who's, who. I I'll take that. It doesn't my have to be grandfather's uh-huh. brother, or just like you know the the generation that came from like China to Indonesia. Mm. 
And because sometimes I would I would be asking this type of question to my mom and be like, why did our family, you know, yeah. come from China? Okay, to, then, like, come then, to then I want to know who my grandfather is. Okay. That's easy. <laughs> Wait, you can't steal my answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody knows who my grandpa is, so, okay. Wait, oh, right. Like, literally so talked about knows. this. Like, <laughs> like father was born. Nobody, you, nobody there. Hey, there's, there's always like 23 and me. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, how are they going to tell me who? They can't yeah, tell they, you who it is. Yeah, they, they, they don't, you know I mean? they don't have at enough data for, for I, Chinese. Folks. At least you. Okay, you've been claiming that you're a quarter like white, right? So at least I didn't claim that. My my mom told me, like, <laughs> guys, I'm not claiming this. My mom told me this. <laughs> So I'm just saying, and then like, there's no proof. I look at my dad. I'm like, that's what I'm you, saying. That should bro, at least you're Chinese. Like, you don't look like you. You wait. You're not mixed, your, bro. Your dad said he was a quarter or half. Half. Okay. See, so Dan's a quarter. No way. Look at me. Dude, look at me, dude. I've seen photos of your dad. He does not look half. No, he he he's a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think nobody knows, but who knows. I would love to meet George Washington because I, wow. again, I really dig American culture, I mean, not culture, <laughs> American history and how like how so many things happened in two in, in since, you know, how it's like it's just crazy how like one new nation became came to be born from, mm. you know, the reason of like religious to get away from religious persecution, then becoming like rising through the ranks so fast to becoming a superpower in less than 300 years okay. yeah and the leaders of you know and being founded upon principles of like you know human rights right because to me it's like where we live right now is there's only look there's a lot of racism in we won't get into it in america but it's still the only country where racism is illegal mm. no other country it's there's a lot of other countries where yo ra racism is just you know, if you don't look like me, talk like me, what are you doing here? And it's accepted. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, it's illegal. And that's yeah. founded upon. So I'd be like, yo, George Washington, man, I want to see like what you all about. <laughs> well, we're OG, going down this see. route. We um, then I want to make. <laughs> <laughs> OK, are we trying to one up each other? Now? <laughs> no, no, no. Let's see. let's hear Mia. OK, you know how my Chinese family name is Young. Oh, Mm -hmm. And there's yeah. that that story. There's like a famous family in in uh -huh. in Chinese history. I forgot like uh -huh. the when like one household has like Yang seven, yeah, generals mm -hmm. or something. Like I want to meet that family. Okay, I meet my okay. ancestors. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, girl. Okay. All right. <laughs> Wait. Let me let me let me add on to that. Okay. So <laughs> you're gonna I would one actually, up everybody. No, no. Else. Well, this is not a one up, but okay. I would I would be interested in meeting uh my great grandparents on my dad's side because. So apparently this, my grandpa's dad, right? So apparently the story is that um, before the before the communists took over, apparently my family had some connection to like uh, like the uh, like imperial power or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so apparently when the communists took over, it took them three days. And uh, I don't know if it was exaggerated or not, but apparently it, the story was that the communists came, my grandpa ditched my grandma and rode away on a horse. And it took them three days and three nights to rob the, like the, the estate clean. Because wow. they had so much in Stuff. possession. Okay. Yeah. 
Dang. Yeah. So I'm very curious about that segment of history. Dude, one of my like, um, <laughs> now we're going to family stories, but like on my dad's side, um, his mom's or actually no, his uncle, I think was also sort of like a landlord at the time. And, you know, during like the cultural revolution and whatnot, <laughs> Not a you're good like the enemy of the state. Right. And <laughs> yeah. so I think at that point he was being persecuted and he had to like walk on like glass or something and yeah yeah that was wild so Mm. do i want to meet him probably just to Mm. see what kind of life it was Mm. like back then but anyway next question um if now if you could be that was one famous person throughout history if you could be now if you could become one fictional character if you could become one or you could to meet no like you're you because meeting I is like be whatever. Doramon. <laughs> yeah, like who would you want to be? You be Doramon? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, who's Doramon again? It's the uh, the robot cat with the round head. It's he doesn't a cat have robot that came from the, the future, and then it the comes blue one. Okay, yeah. I love blue one. it. And he's got an int- he's got like a he's got a magic int- pocket with dimensional like, pocket. You, yeah. Okay. You yeah. can pull out anything. I like it. Exactly. I like, it, yeah. like one of the things that I'm super impressed by since I was little is this, this door that can take you anywhere in the world. Who wow. doesn't want that? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not familiar with this Doramon really? character. I mean, I've seen it, but I'm not. Oh, Doramon was one of the most wholesome Doramon. cartoons from Japan. I love it. I love it. Okay, I love now it. I gotta watch it. What about and you? Then, oh, okay. Another no, yeah. another I item that he has is uh-huh. like <laughs> sliced breads that you can just like you know, when you're a student, you're trying to like study for exam right. or whatever, right? And right. you're and want to memorize things. And so you can just put that bread on your textbooks and then eat it. And then you'll remember everything that you wow, read. Dude. I wow, thought, dude. Okay. I thought where you're going to go with this is like, you become an idiot sandwich or something. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, Mas, what about you? Um, <clears throat> Uh, so growing up, I watched a lot of uh, Wuxia, so mm-hmm. it's like fantasy period drama kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought it would have been really cool to be one of the characters from there. It's Which like, one? Uh, probably uh, uh, Duan Yu from uh, of Semi Gods and Semi Devils. Not because okay. he was a prince or a womanizer, but because I just thought his skill, like the the tech, the skill that he had was very cool. Mm, okay, which was, oh, he could basically, <laughs> he could basically shoot, uh, shoot swords out of his fingers, like oh. chi swords. Okay, chi kind of like swords. Spider Man, but not really. Yeah, I mean, the close second would have been like, uh, also from the same series, like Xiaofeng. He was supposed, he was like head of the Beggars Association, and like I thought one of the coolest things at at that age was like, like the. Uh, it was like 18 subduing dragon palms or something like that and i was so into that stuff at the time okay okay probably still am but anyways dan let me stop me from nerding out <laughs> um so i would be i love fantasy scenarios and books and movies so i would definitely be the how to train your dragon hiccup because oh. man i love dragons i played D- dungeons and dragons right before the pandemic i was still playing dungeons and dragons um still would if we could do it in person <laughs> played magic cards like my whole life um read a lot of fantasy novels 
I like I like that fantasy, like from the Western, you know, basically the Dungeons and Dragons um, mythos, you know, mm-hmm. that that that's there. So to me, training dragons would be a would having a dragon as as a friend and an ally, you know, as not just a pet, but like my best friend or whatever, my coat, my my sidekick. That's cool. And then also because he's like small and, you know, I'm I'm a short dude. And nobody thought that he could like take he you know he could be sort of like the leader of the of the village and he grows into it, you know. So I like that, you know. Well, you're talking about the main character from uh, the protagonist, from, right? Yeah. The, wasn't Hickam. he miss, Wasn't he missing a leg or something? Well, no, his leg got he lost the leg in the first movie. Oh, oh, right, because right, right. Of this big battle, right, right. Then Spoilers he, he, alert. Sorry. Spoiler, guys, guys, you know. That's still like one of those movies. Like I watched that as an adult, and I was like, "This is lit." And yeah, I, that would be cool. I watch any of them, and I still cry in those movies. <laughs> like, oh my god! Hey, it's a dragon came to save him. Oh he saved the dragon. Oh my god! Anyways, guys. Well, at least you guys have good reason yeah. for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I like the Dormon one. That came out of nowhere. I like Dormon is like the most Dormon. like childlike innocent answer i've ever heard it's especially <laughs> like were you watching Dormon as a kid like i yes, wish i every could Sunday. put my bread yes. on my homework and i used then to just read the ab- comics too like i would go to a bookstore and then buy it <laughs> so yeah that's like one of my well my favorite weekend activities Fantastic. is to watch Dormon, and they have that museum in japan right <sighs> oh oh yeah they do they have a Dormon museum in japan they do they do yeah. Oh, wait, I need to add something. So one of re- also one of one of the things I thought would be really cool to be like one of the Wuxia figures is that you get to fly around. Mm-hmm. Doraemon can fly around too. Mm, okay. True. Flying is cool. Yeah, if I had a superpower, <laughs> I would fly. Really? Yeah, so between wait, between be teleporting cool. and flying, you would choose flying? Yes, because I want to experience the exhilar like flying through the air cuz teleporting it's just like you get there instantaneously, but the journey of flying is what I'm like, oh, I'm flying the air against my face and seeing the world from another angle. Teleporting, you just go, oh, I appear somewhere else. I can also get there with flying. It just, it just may take a little longer, but I like the journey. You know what I'm saying? You can just zip line. Zip <laughs> Do you guys, so I, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. Do you guys have anything you want to ask, add? to this list of anything that you think of that you would like to know if not then you know pretty much you guys answer all my questions i love it i think this was a nice just like a fun episode because Mm -hmm. we've done a couple of just serious ones so i like this i like this vibe there's more serious ones coming out guys that's true no i mean look (laughs) there's there's a lot of plenty uh, of that to go around there's a lot of serious things happening right now so think it's uh, always good to have something to escape to exactly. or like some distraction you know exactly a 50 minute distraction exactly. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for not falling asleep guys i ask you these questions yeah so on that note um thanks for listening as per usual and then if you want to send in your question or just comment just like if you had an answer for any of the questions that we post today send it to us because we want we're interested in, in just seeing what you guys have to say 
or um, pose us more questions. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll we'll have our contact information somewhere in there when we <laughs> upload this episode. So um, we want to hear from you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.